Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Bonnie, and I'm joined by Kate and Barb talking about our one cool Asian gal, Barb already talked about Junko Tabei, and Katie already talked about Patsy Takamoto Ming. Uh, but before we dive back in, let's see what's on the Gal's Guide calendar for this week. For May 22nd to June 4th, because we're off for Memorial Day, here's the calendar for the next two weeks here at Gal's Guide. On Wednesdays, we write. Join us for Gal's Guide Library on Wednesday at 4.30 for Writer's Galaxy. It's a wonderful time for writing and connecting with other writers. On Thursday, May 25th, Book Club meets online to talk about Leavers by Lisa Ko, a vivid examination of borders and belonging from China to New York. On Saturdays, Terra Circle continues its book study. Register for this weekly online meetup at galsguide.org. On Friday, June 2nd, first Friday, hang out with Gals Guide, the Gals Guide crew and see what's new, open from 12 to 9 p.m. On Saturday, June 3rd, we have three events, Terra Circle at 10 a.m. And then at 12 p.m., Gals Guide is hosting a fantastic family-friendly book release party of Christina Kelly and Jonathan Fuller. Reading, signings, readings, signing, contests, music, and cake. Cake. They said cake. 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 Yay. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. be at this epic event to celebrate their first book, Trials of the Innermost. Then at 2 p.m., stay for our LGBTQ plus ally meetup, where we'll be making our Gay Hell Month plans. Mm-hmm. It's called this because June is filled with so many great LGBTQ activities, yet so little time to attend them all. Sleep is optional in June. Check all of our calendar events at galsguide.org. I'm so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to be so busy. Uh, Yes, very busy. (laughs) I will be doing Indie Pride this year as a vendor. I'm very excited. Yay! Love it. Okay. What do you have for us, darling? Ta-da. Oh, I wait, what's your rando question? Rando. Yes. Oh, my gosh, I totally I forgot. I have a get-to-know-you question, <laughs> and I want to know what Asian museums, landscapes, countries, or heritage sites have you visited or really want to visit? I don't have much for this category. I think a lot of the Asian art I've been exposed to has been little sections of bigger museums I've gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've definitely always been intrigued, enjoyed it. Um, a lot of the photography that's come out of Japan mm-hmm. um, really pulls me in. And as far as countries to visit, I would love to go to Japan. I would love to visit India. Um, but I haven't done it yet. There you go. No, no. Yeah, I haven't even been to a decent Chinatown. Oh! i got some stuff to put on my bucket list. Yeah. There you go. Same. How about you, Barb? So I had the opportunity to um, make a work trip back in the day to um, India. So I was in Bangalore for uh, about 10 days. And we sent some computer hardware over there, 
I went over and helped uh, set up some software, trained some engineers that we were working with um, to, to utilize the software, and then kind of got a, um, if you will, a slice of Indian life. I hooked up with one of our, our teammates who was over there for an extended assignment. Uh, you know, he and his wife lived there with their two kids for an extended period of time, and they showed me around, and I got to see um, how they did their banking and how they did their shopping, and um, they, they took me out to restaurants and things like that. They would not take me to their butcher shop, so <laughs> they did draw the line. Good and say, idea. You yeah. don't really need to be. Exposed You're not to ready that. for that. So yeah. No. So uh, <laughs> I also had uh, a few years later uh, had the um, had a I won a trip through work um, when we meet when you know you meet your number or whatever um, and went to Singapore and Southeast Asia. Sweet. So that was nice, and that was also kind of a a slice of Singapore, if you will. So they, we were over there for maybe four days and each day we got to experience, I went to Chinatown over there. You said oh, Chinatown. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Went to Chinatown over there and that was, uh, that was very fun. I have a cousin, uh, a distant cousin who, uh, her husband has taken a position, um, a temporary assignment in Japan. So Yay. I told her to get settled and we'd come over next year. So I've got, nice. that, on the, I've got that on the list to go. She's posting wonderful pictures um, over there as she travels in the region. So uh, so adding that to the list. Cool. Yay. How about uh, you, Bonnie? For me, uh, probably Japan is up on the list. Grew up watching the anime. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, so freaking cute and adorable. <laughs> you did an episode about Sailor Moon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Who are you going to talk about today? I'm Stefan, sure. your hosting toast. I know. Right? Who you got for us today, <laughs> Bonnie? Uh, trying to also make sure. I'm trying to do my best with pronunciation. Uh, well, and then with. I don't know if it's most Asian names or if it's just Chinese or Japanese or both. How they do their family name is usually oh, first, like yeah. their surname. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think how we normally know her is the more of the American or Eastern way of saying her name. And that is a lady that I've wanted to know about for a really long time now. So I was very excited when I heard we were doing Asian Month. I was like, this is going to be my lady. <laughs> uh, who was recently on stamps. Yeah. Is, uh, I guess, I'm kind of weird. She might be a doctor and I might not be saying doctor. I know oh. she got at least an honorary doctorate. Right, right. Of uh, Shin Jung Woo. Yay. She's a physicist. Who was born in China, May 31st of 1912. So this year she would have been 101. Oh my goodness, yeah. 101? No. 111. Math is hard. Okay. She was better at it. She's the physicist. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Uh (laughs) It's hard to remember that we're in the 2020s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, at least I feel now, it feels like the 90s is still, like, not... 10 years ago. Right. Now that we've hit 2020, I feel like, okay. It's 20 years ago. Not 10 years ago. (laughs) It's depressing. It's all depressing. Stop talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Her father was Wu Zong King. Yeah. And then her mother was Fan Fu Hua. I hope. Um, She was 
Well, the thing I was reading was talking about she was an, the only child, but then later they said her older brother. Oh. Or maybe they meant the only daughter. Oh, um, maybe. Her father sense. was an engineer, and when she was young, he established a militia to help with a bandit problem. Oh. <laughs> but after he was done with that... <laughs> He, I kind of want to know about the bandit. Yeah, I'm like, what's the bandit what the um, raccoons. <laughs> 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 um, he, um, I'm not sure what the right term for it is, but he like intentionally educated his daughter, which was not common then, but he uh-huh. thought it would help with the prejudice against women, and he ended up establishing a school. Oh, where they were taught like. Traditional women-y things. Okay. Like sewing. <laughs> sure, thanks. Okay, well. Mm-hmm. But they were also taught, uh-huh. like, science, literature, and math. Okay. There it is. Now, Love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in, at age 11, which is 1923, she applied to attend a boarding school, and it was the Sojo Women's School Number 2. Number 2. Number, number 2. two. Yeah. Uh, she went for, there were like two different tracks you could take and she went for the teaching track, but then also borrowed like all the books and stuff from the other ladies there. <laughs> so kind of ended up learning all the stuff from the other track oh, as well. Oh, savvy. She's but, doubling up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she, she intended to, uh, do teaching after she was done. Um... And she ended up going to the National Central University as a math major mm-hmm. and then switched to physics. And she read a biography of Madame Curie as a kid. Yay! So she was very excited about physics. But while she was in university, she spent quite a bit of time being like a student activist. She would plan little protests on campus. <laughs> And she graduated there in 1934, and she worked as a teaching assistant, and then as a research assistant in Taiwan, and she came to the U.S. in 1936 on a boat, and planned to go to the University of Michigan, like she just scholarship mm-hmm. and like funding all secured, but... It's so weird to me how many of our women throughout this <laughs> podcast have been like, we're going to go to Michigan. Well, let's go to the <laughs> Or <Midwest>. Minnesota. <laughs> Those... No, 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 Alaska. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be a corn husker. <laughs> Sorry, Bonnie. No, you just throw out Michigan, lot. and I swear, it was the last time we talked about science gals, there were women coming over from like Europe that were like, mm-hmm. Michigan, yes. Yeah. That's where we do our masters. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but she ended up, she before she was going to land in Michigan, she was visiting some friends in California. And ended up going to Berkeley instead. Oh, oh she was goodness. saved. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness for those friends. Yeah. <laughs> True friends don't let you go to they, Michigan. They were like, have you been I that's to my Michigan motto. in the winter? Stay in California. Stay yes. in California. There we go. She did get her PhD in 1940. Sweet. So it's a Dr. Wu. Ah, Dr. Wu. Had, uh, she had planned to return to China, but then World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Yep. Uh, she was hired at Smith College and then Princeton, where she was the first female physics instructor. 
Sweet. She worked in at the Manhattan Project in 1944. Wow. She did. Uh, and she did get married, and she had at least one son. Um, but her, since she worked so late in the lab, it was very commonplace for her husband to also do a lot of the cooking and cleaning. Ah. So they were, were doing e- the equality there. Equality! I like it. <laughs> Yeah, in 1947, her son Vincent was born. She had a very difficult labor, ended up doing a C-section, where she spent three weeks in the hospital, and Albert Einstein visited her. Oh, wow. Did he ask her to bring him a sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's a jerk. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) I can never remember if it's Einstein or... um, Edison, I keep getting those confused. I was like, one of those guys was horrible to his wife. Uh, Einstein. <laughs> um, but the thing that she's known for working on, and it's still a little bit over my head, even being the little sciencey nerd that I am, is it was an experiment about the conservation of parody. And two dudes ended up approaching her, who were also Asian American. Yeah. Um, wrote down their names, Yang and Lee. And it was just like, it's similar to the conservation of energy, where you know you put stuff out, you're gonna get the same mm-hmm. amount of stuff on the end, even if it's a little different. They some atomic particles were new then, so they were assuming that there was also a symmetry with the sum of atomic particles. And uh, the two theoretical physicists, Yang and Lee, had like this whole theory, but they wanted Wu to do it because she was the best oh. at doing stuff with her experiments because she was known for being like just super like analytical and everything mm-hmm. like to everything had to be very like, meticulous perfect. yes that's what i see like your gesturing shows meticulous yes. mm-hmm. i had another word for that but <laughs> meticulous is good okay. so that was good um so yeah they contacted her to run the experiment for her and they did it with cobalt 60 mm-hmm. which is a very unstable atom it doesn't want to stay at cobalt 60 so they froze it to a near absolute zero and to see if particles were emitted equally, and they did not. Dun, dun, dun. And there's um, some people... I wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying... There's it's stuff missing. Apparent, ah. It's a big thing. Yeah. Well, it's not, like, missing. They figured, like, if you have your atom, they figured stuff would come out of, like, the north and south pole of the mm-hmm. atom evenly, but it doesn't. So that means we have live in an asymptotic a asymmetrical? asymmetric universe yeah oh. which is like like when you think of science like all the time they keep thinking like when they were doing the planets they were like oh right. they're perfect circles they're not mm-hmm. right so but like yeah nature's not I'm perfect not, <laughs> it's not yeah <laughs> i'm not qualified <laughs> to really understand like how big of a deal that is but it sounds like it's stuff uh, with like telling about everything like, for me. Matter. <laughs> 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 um, 
I like things to be perfect. <laughs> symmetrical. Um, Don't look at my face then. <laughs> no, Except stop. for your beautiful face. No, no, no. It's perfect. Damn um, bells palsing. I, every time. You need to do the, uh, there's like a TikTok filter. Oh my gosh, with your face? The mirrored side of your face. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was doing that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all this is supposed to lead stuff with like matter and antimatter. Like mm-hmm. it might be, uh, someone was saying it might be the reason why, like we have matter and antimatter in the universe, mm-hmm. but there's like of why the, like when the matter and antimatter come together, like, they both just cease to exist or something, and that's maybe why the matter is still around and not the antimatter, because it's asymmetrical. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Very big things. Um, it blows my mind that there's people that want to think about these things. <laughs> it's like, so you tiny. need people to think I about know, them so you I don't do. have to. It's true. It hurts me. <laughs> um, but Yang and Lee ended up getting the Nobel Prize for it, hmm. which was standard for back then. Yeah, of course. physics. Of course. It's that the people mm-hmm. that coming up with the theory, the theory, not the work, yeah, are the smarty smarty pants. But a lot of people were like, "Yeah, woo, should have gotten so the Nobel Peace Prize." Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I know at least standard now after learning about Rosalind Franklin, mm-hmm. you can't have up to three people. Uh huh. I don't know if they included someone else for their third person. Right. But maybe that would have been nice. It would have been nice. <laughs> um. There's. <Body>. A- <laughs> <laughs> A quote from her that the world would be a happier and safer place to live in if we had more women in science. Yes. Lovely. Uh, she always insisted on equal pay with her male colleagues. Oh, good, good, good. Because then she was getting paid more. <laughs> well, I mean, she, and then. <laughs> I don't know, but they she's getting, get the like, too. you know, if her and a dude are working in the lab together, right. they're getting paid the same. Nice. I like that. And she always corrected people when they called her by her husband's name. Oh, Because she didn't take his last name. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. But, yeah. She ended up, she died February 16th of 1997 at the age of 84. Wow. A long life, especially for working on the stuff she worked right, with, right, right. like the like Manhattan products. Yeah. Right, they don't live that long usually. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, we used her stamps uh, yes. for a long time at Gal's Guide. <laughs> I still have some. One of my last um, little invitations to like studio events I sent out. I did mm-hmm. the Woo stamp, and I was at the the post office, and they're like, "What stamps do you want?" I was like, "The Woo ones," and mm-hmm. she was. Like, what? Excuse me. I was like, woo. woo. Just like, woo. You made the woo the lady. stamps. The, the Asian lady. lady over there. Exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. Sweet. I, that all went way over my head. Oh, did that's it? incredible. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, I remember, that's some deep science. I remember reading at one point she she had slight regrets about working on the Manhattan Project, mm. but that's because of what it led to. Right. So, right. Um. But I mean. 
But who knew? At she that was point. one of many right. at the time too. Right. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the one part I remembered. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do a stretch. <laughs> a stretchy yawn. Is that is that all of your questions, Katie? <laughs> uh, <yawn. laughs> I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah, I'm still trying to remember. It's it's something to do with there's like four forces. There's gravity. Yeah. And electro electromagnetic. Yeah. Electricity. Yeah. Mm. And then there's the strong force. And no, then there's the me. weak force. Sure. And I forget which one of the the strong or the weak force is what like holds atoms together. No, that's the force that Obi Wan talked yeah. about. It's mm, that binds the universe together. I, I could, Katie I doesn't know about that. <laughs> I, I can see it. I can see that coming. Uh, uh, it's May Fourth. It is. Yeah. The fourth. Yeah. With you, Katie. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a video to show you in a minute. Uh, yes. <laughs> Put it in the show notes. Yeah, I love that. It has to do with either the strong or the weak force, and it's just not acting the way that they. I thought it was the good or the evil force. No, there's four forces. (laughs) Lucas didn't tell you about all of them. (laughs) (laughs) True. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Do you want to wrap us up? Yes. The county gals. It's going to be hard. Yeah, it will. Mm. We're going to have to fight over that one lady. Is that, is that next month? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Barb's going to be on his knee. <laughs> I did not sign up for that. It's so natural. <laughs> I can't know nothing, Barb. <laughs> well, that wraps up Asian Gals Month. Join us next week as we celebrate our local bicentennial and shine a spotlight on Hamilton County Gals. We hope to see you soon at the Gals Guide Library, and thank you so much for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>